0: Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry, where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk, but if not... Then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome Livestock France to this edition of Before the Bid and this session we go to Slaughter's Kentucky and uh, we're going to talk to a young man that uh, I've gotten to know over the last year or so and been down there and looked at cattle a time or two and uh a uh program in kentucky that uh, is really starting to cut a swath in this show heifer thing and and do a lot of good things down there and the young man i'm going to talk to tonight he's been around the uh, cattle for generations and also uh, been around the tobacco operations for a long time and and uh Ever since he was growing up and uh, just got out of the tobacco field, and so uh, I want to want to talk to him just a little bit about that. And uh, as I mentioned, we're going to Slaughter's, Kentucky, for this edition, and I am going to talk with Reese Johnson. And Johnson's—they are going to have a sale coming up here on Angus Live that we're going to talk about those cattle and uh, get you through those heifers. And they've got some embryo lots, so excited to talk to my guest on this edition of Before the Bed, Mr reese johnson and reese uh not something that a lot of people get exposed to these days uh maybe a while ago they used to but but not too many young people get to work tobacco these days so uh, tell me a little bit about growing up in the tobacco industry and that tobacco
1: world oh man it's uh first off it's good to talk to you and uh second off that the tobacco deal i I uh, envy the kids that, that didn't grow up having to having to be out there. It's uh <laughs> it's tough work for sure, but it's um you know, it's it's not, not easy by any means, but there you know, there is some pretty good profit margins in it and it's uh it's something that, you know, really when you get down to it has actually allowed me to uh to be able to kind of get to, to where we've gotten and to to be able to round up some of these donors that we uh that we have by by just saving up my share of the tobacco money over the over the years and and kind of going about it that way but yeah like i said it's uh i mean anything you can imagine that's that's tough work uh, cutting tobacco and and especially hanging it in the barn that's uh that's all right up right up there with it with about anything you can think of it's it's not not easy by any means but it is kind of uh kind of rewarding at the end of a good year if you you know when you have a good crop just to to kind of see all that hard work pay off but yeah there's there's certainly no denying that it is it is a little bit a little bit tough and a little bit trying at times but yeah
0: i've only heard about it and and just kind of seen some guys doing it as passing by at 55 mile an hour and knowing that uh, i don't think i want to be out there doing doing that kind of
1: stuff so (laughs) yeah yeah that's you and me both i don't uh don't blame you a bit. Yeah, and then
0: then when you take that money you got that money and you, you talk about going into the cattle with that money, I'm sure you were very selective about where you spent that money as hard as it was uh for you to earn that money, as hard of work as it was.
1: Yeah, it's that's, that's for dang sure. It really makes you wanna makes you not want to swing and miss on any for sure. You uh when you've worked that hard to to get it and and that's kinda how it had to come about, you, you wanna make dang sure that you're you're right and you're pretty confident on what you're doing when you you uh turn it into try to turn it into a show heifer or a, or a donor prospect i guess which is ultimately what what we want most of them to be but you're uh, you're definitely right about that it it's uh you don't don't want to miss when you're you're using that money to to purchase cows for sure
0: yeah, and we're gonna we'll get into some of those donors here after a bit that that you have uh, purchased and and spent some of that hard-earned money on and some show heifers and things and uh, we'll we will uh, we'll get into all of that and and talking about some of the bulls that uh, you guys sell and and some of the donors and uh, some of the success that that you guys have had here recently. But first, let's start kind of back at the beginning, if you would, for us and and how did how did Johnson farms come about and how did the, the cattle deal come about away from the tobacco and things? Uh, just how did, how did all that
1: work? Yeah. Well, my, uh, granddad, Franklin Johnson has had, uh, commercial cattle just, I mean, for as long as I can remember and, and way back before I was even thought of, but, um, you know, he's kind of always had a, a passion and, and an interest in the cattle, but, the uh, the first purebred Angus came here, and I'm not exactly sure. It was either 2000 or 2001. My uh, my dad Keith Johnson went down to a couple sales in Tennessee and and bought some bred heifers and brought those back and we uh, we calved those out and you know just kind of kind of got started that way and then you know we would we'd kind of break on those calves and I guess that's kind of how my interest in the uh, the show cattle deal came about was just kind of through through getting started that way but as we uh got those home and began to to build we just he kind of kept getting more and more and you know the numbers just kind of kind of slowly grew and at that point it was all kind of more production based cattle um you know focusing more on EPDs and maternal traits and and stuff that we could sell bulls out of and then uh the uh the show cattle i guess kind of came later but that's how the how the angus cattle as a whole got started here was just around 2000 my dad went down and and picked out some some bread heifers and we just kind of grew the numbers from there but that's kind of kind of how it all got started
0: were the was the commercial cattle that he grew up with and things were were those angus based or or do you know or do you remember uh, yeah, a lot of color yeah, know, in those uh, or
1: i do know you know there for a while back in probably the the late 80s my grandpa did have some uh some purebred semis even and uh but you know at at the time they were they were still they were selling a few bulls but for the most part those were those were just being ran as commercial cows also but yeah there was uh, there was a lot of, of angus influence in them and then a lot of a lot of cross with uh herford genetics and and semis also so mainly all the uh, all the commercial cows that are that are there, and and a lot of them still even on the place today, are are a, a mixture of of those three breeds. Mm-hmm. So you're still running a
0: few crossbreds, using them mostly as recips and things.
1: Mostly as recips, yeah. I mean, we have a, a handful, a couple handfuls of the uh, the top end commercial cattle. We breed on them and and AI them to to what we feel are some of the more maternal oriented. Angus bulls or Hereford bulls are just kind of try to usually stick to one of those two breeds but you know more or less just to try to make better re-sips and make more re-sips for the future but yeah I mean for the for the most part the vast majority of the commercial cows are uh, are used as re-sips for our ET program for sure
0: Tell us a little who who else is around there you talked a little about your dad and and granddad and things who else do you guys have now that that gets into helping
1: uh, well, I, like, like we touched on earlier, dad and I do most of the day in and day out stuff. And he's been, uh, you know, he, he does a lot around there and he's a great help. And also my grandpa's in on it some, and he actually just, uh, beat colon cancer over the, over the spring. And he's just now starting to get back out with us. And, uh, he works, you know, most all day, most every day. Um, and like I said, he's, he's kind of just getting back. More up to speed here in the last couple months that that had him knocked down there um, for a while, but he's you know he's very fortunate and very thankful to to still be here with us. But oh yeah, that's um, great. A, that's great. Aside to hear. from yeah, thank you. Aside from dad and my grandpa, um, my wife helps a lot. Christine, um, she grew up around actually around show pigs a lot, but also they had uh, you know they showed quite a bit of s- several steers and and showed uh, several lemmy heifers on a, a really competitive national level. And then, uh, so, I mean, she helps a lot with rinsing, blowing, stuff like that on the on the weekend. She works, she's got a job with the USDA here in the county that we live in, so she's, she's tied up with an office job um, day-to-day throughout the week, but she does, you know, she does an awful, awful lot around there to pitch in um my sister emily does a lot also kind of along the same lines as as christine they're helping at the barn um at the busy times of year and then emmy also helps some um you know getting cows up giving shots um working recipes getting cows up to breed that kind of stuff and then um her fiance chapman he he helps us some too on the weekends and then uh my dad's wife and my mom, uh, Nita Johnson, she's, she's there. She is a principal at one of the elementary schools here in our county. But, you know, again, she does, she does a ton to keep things rolling around there, and to, to uh, mainly to keep everybody straightened out and keep everything on the up and up. But she's a very, very influential part of what we're doing on a day-to-day basis also.
0: Thanks, said takes that uh job and brings it home to keep everybody organized
1: like she has to do at school right yeah absolutely sometimes she has a little bit of a a tough time getting out of teacher and boss mode and kind of getting (laughs) into family mode but at least that's what my dad always jokes about but there's uh there's a little bit of truth to it too but she's uh you know we'd, we'd be lost without her and are very very thankful for for all that uh she does to keep everything rolling and keep everybody in line for sure. And I'm sure she'd
0: probably say it's probably needed sometimes you think. Oh,
1: absolutely. Without <laughs> a doubt. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's good. Yeah. Now, Christine, we, we talked a, a little bit before we got started and Christine still got some cattle and things, right? Did, did you let her influence you with some of those lemmies and
1: things down there at the operation? No, no, not quite. But she, uh, she has kind of picked out some of these, um, some of these cows that, her and I are, are trying to, to buy on our own to get our, ourselves a little herd started, um, you know, in, a, in addition to the, the cattle that dad has and some of the partnership donors that he and I have together, but yeah, she's, uh, she kind of helps on, uh, picking out some of those things, and she likes to think that she makes some of the mating decisions, <laughs> and I guess I'll let her on, on some of her own, but yeah, she's, uh, she's, she does a lot, and, and definitely has, uh, has several opinions on how things need to be going and and sometimes we uh, take her up on some of them so so it's been good having her around for sure
0: yeah well well Reese I'll tell you I've learned uh, I've learned the same thing from a a girl that came from the pig background and uh, I don't know there's something about those those ladies that they kind of have an eye and and uh, they can kind of see some of those things and maybe we ought to listen to them every once in a while
1: I, uh, uh, there's probably some truth to that. And, you know, one, one thing I like about her is, you know, the, the ones she likes, she doesn't have any problem telling you. And the ones that she doesn't like, she doesn't have any problem telling you that either. So sometimes it kind of helps to, to sort through them and, and cut through them a little bit, having her around yep. for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, that's when we came down there a couple, a uh, month or so ago, why, uh, you saw I brought Brought uh, Brandy with me, and she's the same way. She, that's why. That's why I bring her. <laughs>
1: yeah. So. Yeah. Can't live without them, though.
0: Right. Yeah. You're exactly right. So, uh, Reese, you, you talked about it a, a little bit leading into it, but but tell us in the when I was there in the spring, you had a whole pin full of bulls, and and you guys moved some bulls uh, around there, and if you would uh, tell us a little bit about that operation and and how that goes.
1: Yeah, we sell probably. I don't know, twenty-five to to thirty bulls a year. Um, honestly, just as as many as we can produce that are that are up to kind of the the cut line that we make and the the standard that we like to keep for them. A lot of uh, a lot of our bull buyers in this area, their main priority and their main focus is uh, cavanies and and light birth weight genetics. And so um, for for that deal, we kind of we kind of have to tow a fine line as far as what we're breeding to. Um, you know, to some extent, we try to try to make some of these things to, um, you know, to fit a certain market that way as far as something that will work for bulls and for show heifers. But, you know, as you can imagine, that's really, really difficult. So when it kind of comes right down to it, a lot of the bulls that we're producing are kind of just out of a – it's it's more or less like we have two separate herds of of cattle, you know, we've got these donors to try to make the show heifers, but then we've got some more numbers based and, um, carcass traded and, you know, maternal oriented stuff to, uh, to try to breed into these bulls to make, uh, make the kind of bulls that these commercial producers need. And, and like I said, you know, we, we sell a, you know, a handful or half a dozen bulls a year to, uh, commercial or excuse me to to purebred breeders to to run on on registered angus cows but the vast majority of the bulls that we're selling go out and uh service commercial cows and and that's the uh, the main part of the market that we try to hit here with these bulls.
0: Mhm. That what a uh, I remember seeing them last spring what a powerful set of bulls that you guys have and and a little bit of uh, augury a little bit of everything for for anybody.
1: Yeah, yeah, I uh, I certainly appreciate that, but yeah, there's uh, you know it's like I said we we try to we have kind of a whole different set of goals with what we're trying to trying to hit with those bulls as opposed to what we're hitting with the show heifers, but I guess you know we kind of look at it as little pieces of the pie, and it's you know it's tough to you have to have all of it to kind of make the whole deal work, and and the uh, the commercial bull market around here has been you know, real good to us, and we'd certainly be, you know, wouldn't be able to do this and, and try to push show heifers as hard and, and breed kind of as much ex- exclusively for that on one set of cattle um, without the the bull market to hit for that that other group, for, for sure. Right. And speaking of bulls, I saw a really, really nice
0: one uh, when we were down there last spring, and you want to talk about him and... Uh, a little bit and, and promote on him
1: yeah yeah that'd be uh we call him night watch he's a surveillance out of the 519 blackbird cow which the uh the 053 which is the first may heifer in the offering that'd be out of that same cow um the 519 cow was one that us and the uh joel york family bought together out of the um well an fcf online sale back in I guess it would have been the fall of 2015, and then Joel's son, Cody, would have showed that one uh, pretty successfully there in the spring and summer of uh, 2016. But that bull is one that that we really like and one that we plan to use some in the future. Um, Kind of the the main use that we've got out of him at this point so far is um, we flushed a handful of cows back in the spring, And then, uh, rather than trying to AI those things back, we just kicked him out with him to kind of, kind of try to give him a chance on some of our better cows here right off the get-go, just to kind of see what he could do. And, uh, you know, to give him a, give him a chance to really make some top end ones there right off the bat, because we are, uh, really excited about him and, and really, really pumped to see what he can do. And like I said, he's a, he's a surveillance out of the Blackbird 519, which is a, Priority out of that six forty-five blackbird that's uh, done so much for for PVF and FCF there in Illinois. And that's kind of a one of the main reasons that we're so excited about him is the the cow power that's coming from from both sides of that pedigree.
0: Now, do you guys have some semen available on him?
1: We actually don't, or right at the moment. He's uh like I said, he bred all those cows back mm-hmm. in the spring, and then we we kicked him out with a. a group of purebred cows in the summer and actually just pulled him off there oh probably two and a half to three weeks ago but the plan is to uh to get him collected here just honestly probably just as soon as we get this sale past us Mm -hmm. uh before we get busy stripping tobacco and kind of get some gathered up on him to uh to kind of start promoting him a little bit because i i really do think he can he can do a lot of good for a lot of people and we're excited about what he can do for us for sure
0: Uh, look forward to that Uh, if my opinion means anything he is he is a really nice specimen uh just a just a really nice bull and and nice to look at and uh i i know uh, a couple guys that are waiting on you to get some semen on him reese and uh uh, they're going to gobble
1: some of that up so yeah yeah i certainly appreciate that and i guess one thing that i didn't mention that you know what what we think makes him unique for his pedigree is he you know he's He's a little bit bigger framed for a surveillance and and probably a little bit stouter featured and just has a little bit more to him than what you would would typically expect out of those. I know surveillance is making just an outlandishly good set of females and they're really really good in production but i I feel like this bull has a little bit more punch to him mm-hmm. and uh you know just just a little bit stouter a little bit stouter featured than maybe what you would expect out of uh, out of that pedigree, but yeah, we're uh, like I said, we're we're pumped up to see what he can do for sure.
0: Right. Yeah. When when I heard he was a surveillance, I, I think I had to ask a couple times because he because he is a little bit bigger than uh, than you would expect a surveillance to be a little bit larger. So. Yeah, and,
1: and a lot of that's coming from his mother. That that five nineteen cow is is probably the the largest frame donor that that we have and that we work with. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, certainly one that we have the very very highest hopes for going forward and and plan to to lean on heavily to to push us into the the future and keep us competitive going forward good yeah well
0: good luck good luck with that and and yeah watch watch for that night watch seaman coming out here Uh, within the next year or so and and or even a couple months maybe hopefully so uh yeah Yeah, watch hopefully so yeah watch for that here shortly after the sale so yeah and and reese you you talked about it a little bit but uh uh, you guys if if you go to your facebook page and things or you follow you guys uh you guys kind of been cutting a swath through through at least kentucky and, and surrounding areas and and having a lot of success in this show ring and uh, and, and selling some things that are that are having some success and i want to give you a, a little time here to talk about some of those and and brag on this program a bit that uh, some of the success that you guys are having
1: i appreciate that and we've we've sure been trying we've uh we've been fortunate in the last couple of years to get in um to get some some really nice heifers into some really good homes um especially here in kentucky but but also in some of these surrounding states, in uh, Tennessee and Indiana, and then even a little bit further down south. But uh, you know, we've we've got some some good, really nice heifers into some really really good feeders and some really good situations. And um, you know, I'm that I'm sure you've been around it long enough for sure to know that that's a uh, a big part of it. But we've uh, we've been able to to kind of start. Chipping away at it a little bit here in the last few years. Um, one of the one of the better heifers, one of my favorite heifers that we've sold in the past couple of years, is a, a style out of the seventy two twenty five. So there's there's a couple of insights in this sale that we're fixing to talk about out of the seventy two twenty five. But uh, the White family here in Kentucky had that one and um, won our our state preview show here with her um, in the summer of nineteen and Uh, that's one that you know I think she made a a really nice show heifer and definitely did her share of winning but that's one that that I know both of our programs us and and wife have uh, flushed on her pretty hard and and put on put in several embryos here within the past season and are uh, really excited to to get her into production because I think for all the good that she did as a show heifer I think she can maybe hit an even bigger lick Um, you know when when you put her in production and start making that next generation, you know that that Missy cow has also done us a, a world of good. It'd be a a first class out of the uh, PVF Missy seven ninety cow that was owned there by by PVF and FCF in Illinois. That's one that's kind of really I think pushed us over the edge, kind of in you know at least into a little bit of relevance over the last couple years. The daughters out of her have been just incredible they've made really really nice show heifers and again you know they're making great cows in production she does an awesome job Um, milks really well holds her condition awfully awfully good also but you know getting back around to the original question yeah we've we've been fortunate to get some some really nice heifers into some really good hands within the last couple years and we always want to make them better and continue to push forward we are certainly Pleased and and thankful for the progress that we've been able to make over the last two or three years.
0: Yeah, and you guys you guys have had some some in the ring success. uh Yeah, some of those some of those cows that you were talking about. It looks like you you had a good good fall here last couple of days in uh down in Mississippi and things.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would have been a Missy daughter, uh, a surveillance. Actually, we're offered a package of eggs. It'd be full sibs to those in the sale. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was. Uh, that was a really nice heifer, and that that family does an awesome job too there in uh in mississippi and uh we're you know we're thankful for their continued support of us they i guess they've actually bought three or four from us uh, over the course of the last three or four years and uh like i said that's a a nice family and a a really good home and and uh a, a family that we're really proud of and really thankful for for working with us for sure. Mm -hmm. also uh you were
0: you had a champion at kentucky beef expo in the in the sale category
1: yeah that that would have been a a uh, a rain dance out of missy and that Mm -hmm. that's been one of the really nice things about that missy cow is you know you can you can take her to something like style or something along those lines and and get just some drop dead knockout show heifers i know there's a there's a really nice, super nice express daughter that our partner on her for the past couple of years raised, that's been doing quite a bit of winning in Kentucky over the past couple of years. But then, you know, on on the other hand, you can also take her to some more maternal bulls and and some bulls that, you know, people maybe wouldn't be at the first thing you would think of at the top of your list when you think of making show cattle, but you know, she's got enough presence and enough look and enough style about her that you can take her to some stuff like that and still get by plenty, plenty good and make them really, really neat looking, but also have a little bit of extra punch and maternal value to them that, you know, maybe you wouldn't get with some of what people think of as the top-end show bulls today by, by mating her to, to some of those show bulls and some more maternal stuff. But, yeah, that was, uh, that was a, another really really nice one that we thought of thought a world of we've actually got a a full sister to that one that we retained Mm -hmm. that's uh getting ready to calve out here and should just be in about two weeks she's actually bred to the night bull that we were talking about earlier Mm -hmm. but one that looks just incredible and uh at at this point you know we're we're banking on that being one of our main options to uh to replace Missy as, as she gets older. And, and, uh, you know, hopefully, or hopefully we'll still have several years with her, but you know, we, she's seven now, I guess. And you've got to start thinking about Mm -hmm. daughters and and how you're going to replace her going forward. And I think that's a a prime candidate for sure.
0: Think about that future and, and she ought to be breeding ones that that can replace her. So, uh,
1: yeah, yeah. no doubt for, for as nice as she was as as a show after there, she, she would have been reserved at our preview show the summer that I showed her and uh, won her class at Junior Nationals, I think was second in Denver. But, I mean, one that was an awfully, awfully competitive show effort. but, but you know, she's she's probably done us more good in production, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've, we've sold several dollars' worth of heifers, and, and she's made – you were talking about those bulls that were in that field there behind the church when uh, you were down in the spring. I mean mm-hmm. – some of those those top end ones that were out there were actually out of her, out of some more um, maternal bread stuff, um on the sire side there. But yeah, I mean she she can make bulls, she can make heifers, she's she's done us an awfully awful lot of good.
0: Mhm. So some of that uh getting back to spending that tobacco money the right way, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. We uh we like to like to think that we did all right on that one. She's, she's been, uh, been good for us to work with and, and one that kind of keeps us being able to, to do what we're wanting to do and trying to to press forward here. Right. Yeah. What, uh,
0: what are some of the other donors that that you guys have running around there? I know we're going to, we're going to talk about a a couple when we get to the sale cattle here in just a minute, but, uh, there, there are a couple other donors that, that you guys have around there that you're working with.
1: Yeah. Uh, one of the, and and we don't necessarily use her for uh, as much for trying to make top end show heifers, but one that I feel like I'd certainly be remiss if I didn't mention is a uh, a final answer daughter that came from Boyd. It's a Boyd Forever lady that uh, my dad actually owns. That he he bought that one on his own. I mentioned there earlier we partner on a lot of our donors, but he bought that one on his own there out of uh, Boyd's production sale. It's uh, it's been shoot probably six or seven years ago now but uh you know we use that one more to to raise bulls and and uh made her more for bulls and replacements but one that just is an absolute whale of a cow um does a just does a great job flushes really well um and she's a like i said she's a final answer forever lady and uh that's one that's done us an awful lot of good maybe not as much as kind of what we're geared toward talking here tonight on the show heifers but um in in the bull side of our operation for sure um another one that we're uh planning on being a a part of our future going forward is a uh, a pbf lucy it would be a, a inauguration out of the uh 7360 would actually be her grandma but out of the uh, the ten fifty. Two there that Carter Ward would have had reserve in Denver with back I don't know a handful of years ago. That's one that we bought her bought her out of uh, PVF's bred heifer sale there a couple years I guess actually last winter and uh, she was had her first calf here this spring. We bred her back, but we're uh, planning on using that one real heavily to to try to make some some top end show heifers here uh, going going forward i think that one has a a lot of really unique pieces that are are going to be fun in production just you know one of the biggest footed coolest legged longest necked ones that we've ever had here and you know she certainly has plenty of uh length of hip and center body and just you know all the all the parts that you look for when you're trying to make really really nice ones and uh I think that one can, can really do us a lot of going forward, a lot of good going forward. And then, um, you know, I, I guess a lot of the other donors here are uh, represented in the sale, either in with daughters selling through the sale or with uh, embryo matings. And I guess we can we touch on those a little bit as we, as we get to them. But that's the two that we kind of, uh, you know, the one that we don't have, anything in the sale out of, and then the other that we haven't really got started good on yet. But, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the two that I felt like definitely needed mentioning for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, you got one, one for the
0: bulls and, and one for the show heifers. And yeah, like you said, use, use both of those, uh, both of those things for, for different things all in the, in the same group. So, yeah, certainly. Well, uh, Reese, you ready to get into these show heifers and, and these, uh, embryos that we got for sale?
1: yeah without a doubt i'm i'm excited about them
0: okay well and and i'll tell people i have been down there and what we can i don't know if it's been a month or so ago from from when we're recording this uh went down there and uh, looked at these heifers and what a great set they are uh and and uh reese tells me they've gotten better since we've seen them and so uh Uh, excited to see them got the videos and and uh, you can watch along on the podcast video here as as Reese talks about them Uh, but they are going to have a sale and that sale is on October 28th and it is through Angus Live so you can go to Angus Live and and look at that check that out Uh, if if uh, you want to look at the videos and things on there as well and and all the information the footnotes and things from Reese and those guys but uh, or you can hear about them right now and, uh, and watch them on the, on the podcast video as, as Reese kind of talks about them here. So Reese, let's just, uh, let's start in right here with the, with the lot one and, and why don't you just tell us about her?
1: Yeah, we'll get started with the, uh, and like I, I noted there on the footnotes on Angus live. Um, when I sent those in there, we, we lotted these things on, uh, age order and we started with the youngest and worked our way, uh, down. Through some Januaries at the bottom but uh, this 053 is one that I mean she she was going to wind up near the at the top or near the top you know however we did them um, like I said she's a May and she is a um, FCF leverage out of that Blackbird 519 cow that we kind of hit on there just a little bit earlier um, this is one that I mean I I just really really like this one I think she has just a, a ton of future Um, I think she's just, a she ties a lot of really cool pieces together. I think she's a pretty unique combination of, uh, muscle shape and belly shape and just, you know, the, the power traits that you look for also with just a, a captivating presence when you look at her from the side. Um, like I mentioned, she is just a May. Um, this would be the, the first heifer calf that we've actually had out of this 519 donor. Um. She was a little bit slower getting started there um, maybe didn't didn't flush as well as we would have liked to there at the at the very beginning those first that first year in production. but boy, since she calved out that second time, i mean she's uh really really picked up the egg production. She does an awesome job now, does a really nice job raising a calf, but like I said, this would be our first the first heifer that we've had to sell out of her uh, There has been a couple other heifers that our partners have had on her. Uh, out of maternal sisters tour, the first one, I guess, would have been a uh, a bred heifer that um, that York family sold at the Illinois Beef Expo. That was one of the the high selling lots there um, this spring in the 2020 Illinois Beef Expo. Like I said, that would have been a surveillance to be a a full brother, a full sister to that bull that we were talking about there earlier and then the other one would have actually been the first one that uh FCF had to sell and that was a fallborn by style that sold there in the spring and i think topped uh topped that event at 16,000 for half of her and uh, i mean i think i know this one has some some big shoes to fill there with some of the uh, the success that, that that sisters had right off the bat but i mean this is one that i sure think has a a world of potential and and a lot of future and you know she's she's um ready to go now i i think i mean if you want to want to jackpot this one she can certainly be competitive but one that i think's built for the long haul i mean you look at that one at her joints and at the ground and i just uh i don't you know i think i think she's going to be there when it matters most also i don't i don't think she's gonna just go anywhere i think I think that one's going to stay relevant right till the end, for sure. Right, she's really super good. Yeah,
0: yeah. Lot lot two, you got an insight.
1: Yeah, the uh, the lot two is a uh, another May. I think just a day older, and uh, this one is a an inside out of the Georgina seventy two twenty five that we kind of touched on there when we were talking about the the uh, style that that White family showed. Um, this one no doubt is you know the the skinniest one on the sale but with that said i think she has you know maybe some of the most intriguing parts of of any of them just one of the longest necked flattest shouldered coolest hind legged ones that we have for sure you know you can tell there by the picture in the video she doesn't look like she's just huge bellied yet which you know that's you can that's certainly acceptable for a may mm-hmm. but um uh, I think you can tell as as we get down into some of these older ones, there's an older sister to her fleshmate. Um, there would be a January, and you know when you watch yeah. that one's video, and then you, you know kind of some of the history of the cow and what the cow's produced. I mean, I don't, I'm as confident as I can be that belly shape and and uh, a kind of a maternal look and design won't won't be an issue with that one uh, going forward jeremy with angus live was actually here on uh friday going through the cattle on his way down to the uh pleasant hill sale on that saturday and uh i mean th- this was one of his very favorites he, you know he said that she was she was greener and and she was behind some of the rest of them that somebody would really have to be paying attention to uh you know not for her not to get kind of lost in the shuffle with how good some of those others look but I mean, he actually made the comment that this could end up being the best one of them by the time it's all said and done there next next summer and fall. But, um, you know, this this is one that's re- – I mean, she she's changed a ton even since you saw her there about a month ago, but another one that we're really, really excited about. And, and like I said, you know, probably not one that you'd want to jackpot and run real hard this spring or this winter and spring, but one that can certainly be there when it matters next summer, I feel like she's
0: a good one yeah we like the we like the future in those
1: yeah i I, uh you know and and there's only been um one full sib to her at this point and that was one that we won the sale cattle at kentucky beef expo with um back a couple years ago i believe it would have been in 2018 but uh you know just based off that full sister and then also the way some of these maternal sisters have looked and and performed later in life i you know i i feel like that one's pieces are really going to come together on her um later on and i think you know when she's bred and and especially heavy bred there as she enters production i think that one could be just a just a knockout show heifer as a big one
0: we we'll go uh we we'll go surveillance here on the lot three
1: yeah this 052 heifer is uh That's actually one of the ones that you really liked when you were down here. Uh, At the time, she would have had a a pink tag in her ear. That was one that came in from the uh, cooperator herd there. That white family actually put several eggs in for us, and she came from there. And uh, that's that's another one that, um, you know, I, I really feel like if you came back between now and the sale, you wouldn't recognize that one. I mean, she's gotten just way hairier and uh, that belly shape's really started to change within the last week to 10 days. Um, this is one that, you know, I, I just absolutely love her mother. Her mother is the Elba 7730 cow, and uh, I know we talked there earlier about, you know, on this bull market and the show after market kind of having um, a different set of cattle to go each way, but this, this 7730 cow is one that can work either way, I mean, she consistently raises some of the very, very top-end bulls that we have, and she can also make some of the best show heifers. So, I mean, just to to hit that point home, we've, we've actually kept a uh, Charlo son that we're running to uh, clean up like the more production-based um, maternal-oriented cows, purebred cows that we have. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, at the same time, she has heifers that look like this one, and then that uh, 003 that we'll get to here later, but that's one that you know she can she can really work both ways, and that's that's another thing I really like about this heifer that you know I think she's one that's going to be real easy easy feeding and easy doing, and one that's going to just continue to get better as she gets older. But then another thing that's really really cool about this pedigree, and then the the same on this 003 that we'll get to here in a few minutes, is um you know those things are surveillance out of a Bismarck and have a mm that kind of a presence and a look about them so i mean you can just imagine the uh, mating possibilities on those things going forward i mean that's that's a pedigree that's free of of uh style any first class sons you know primo obviously um i mean i, I think these heifers these surveillance elbas, will sure compete at a high level but then i also think they're going to have some some real value and be a uh, kind of a a user-friendly pedigree when it comes to to mating those things going forward just because of um all the all the options that you have i mean you just think about what you can do to those things and it's i mean it's it's really limitless it's you know anything you can imagine you can do more or less
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah but that's one that uh that's one that i think will just continue to get better and and, you know, you can see they're watching the, the picture and video, just super-duper upheaded, mm-hmm. uh, flat shoulder, just got gives you a really, really neat look from the side. But also, you know, to be on the younger end of the ones on the sale. Awesome. she got plenty, plenty of power and, and uh, lots to her for as green as she is. Right. But that's that's another one that I like quite a bit
0: and i remember uh i remember enjoying her a lot too yeah she's got the power and and things so uh a good one good one there we go to uh for for your lot four we go to a primo
1: yeah this 051 is one that gets us i mean just super excited i think you know i i don't i don't like to throw this word around a lot and i don't we don't use it much around here but i think this one you know i think she could be elite i mean she has a Just an elite build, Um, really, really cool parts, Uh, just kind of like that 053. I think she combines just so many good things in a a fault-free package. Just, you know, about as cool of a hind leg as you can make, really long, neat, level-hipped. Opens up into a really expansive, huge center body cavity, and then you get up to her shoulder just... Super duper flat shoulder, and go down just real set back in her knee, and then as you you know as you work back up high, just ties that neck really really high into the top side of her shoulder, and just super duper high headed and alert. Um, just just gives you a about as captivating of a look as you can get, I think. I mean, that's one you know the the homework's kind of done on that pedigree. The family that I own that cow with, I I've actually been bought out of the cow here within the last year or so. But I uh, I own part of this one's dam for a long time, and um, I mean sisters to this one have won on all levels at all ages. I mean um, that very very first natural out of that cow. Um, I mean she was winning her division at futurity you know, more or less just as soon as she came off the cow mm-hmm. and then, uh, got a piece of state fair there as a, uh, as a young one before she even turned a year old, um, went on to be champion bred and owned at North American. And then uh, I believe won her class at junior nationals is a big one. Wow. And then the, uh, the second full sister to that one was another natural calf out of that cow. Um, you know, same deal. Um, she was reserve at State Fair before she ever turned a year old and uh, went on to be reserve Angus and fourth overall at this past year's 2020 Kentucky State Fair. And then uh, another one, the the third one of them, was uh, fourth overall in the Bread and Own Division at Junior Nationals just this past year. So, I mean, there's uh, every one of them that's ever, ever been out has won – you know, one big and one early and, you know, all the, all the way until just a few weeks before the cab, they're still winning. I mean, they look, they look good all the way through, but, um, you know, this is one that I think can, can show hard now, but uh, I think she's still going to be there at the end also just because, you know, the pedigree and how those things feed and just kind of, kind of what those sisters have done. I mean, this one has just a super duper similar build and a really similar design i i think uh I think she's gonna be there for sure hmm. one of one of my very very favorites that we've ever had to offer and uh we are we'll be retaining half interest in that one okay what a super
0: super georgina uh she is she's she guys she's flat good
1: yeah I appreciate that 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 cow family's done us a lot of good and uh one that you know if you know the history of the champion hill program kind of what uh what that program was built on and what kept them relevant for so many years there with paul and uh, john davis just a just an incredible cow family that can work so many different ways
0: did you uh uh did you hear the john davis podcast that we did there last fall i did yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that was uh that's a good time i uh i like john you know going back to uh to my uh, well even there you know i was 17 or 18 years old about all we were showing was uh was champion hill heifers and and john really taught me a lot um you know taught me a lot about feeding clipping kind of uh management and all that and uh you know i i uh you know since you brought him up i feel like i'd definitely be remiss. you know i i like i said earlier you know we've i I still want to keep moving forward, and I still think we can be making progress for sure. But I don't think our program would be near where it is today if it weren't for uh, the help and guidance of of John Davis. And, you know, I'm thankful of him for that for for certain. Yeah. Well,
0: uh, I'll just give you a little preview. He's been thinking for almost a year about what we're going to do for this next one. So uh, uh, we're going to be – he and I are going to be talking here in a couple weeks. So uh, be ready to enjoy that one as well. That ought
1: to be a good one if he's had that long to think about
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. We were gonna to try to do one for his for his club calf sale that they just had, but uh, he was gone and we just couldn't get things put together. But uh, yeah, be look forward to the to the Angus one. So uh, it's coming up here and in, uh, in about a month or so, I think. So uh, we'll get that put together. We better get back to these cattle here because uh, you got a couple more good ones to to go through. You got this oo O three the lot five surveillance.
1: Yeah, the 003 would be a flush mate, just a little bit older version of the uh, 052 that we touched on there earlier. Um, I mean, this might be the longest necked, longest hipped one that we have on the sale. Um, This is one that, again, you know, I I think she combines several uh, useful pieces for sure. Maybe not going to be ready as quick as some of them to, uh, you know, to run Hard and heavy here early on, but I think uh, this is another one that could look just really really nice as a bread and then uh, You know another one similar to that sister that we touched on there. I think this one's gonna excel in production Um, you know that that pedigree and uh, All the things that that pedigree doesn't include I guess with the style and first class, but um, This is one that went out there in the picture and video pen there the other day and just really uh cocked off gave us a really neat look i mean you can tell they're looking at that picture she's just so flat shouldered and so long necked and upheaded um the the belly shape's definitely coming this is one that uh you know i think as she gets older and more mature you know I, i certainly think her best days are are ahead of her compared to uh some of the others but you know, I, I really see a bright future ahead of for sure. One that, one that I think can do a lot of good, whether you're looking for a, a show heifer that can be awfully competitive or just a, a breeding piece to kind of build around. I mean, I think uh, with that pedigree, like we touched on there earlier, the, the mating possibilities are kind of up to the imagination. I mean, that's, that's one that uh, she's got some, some useful pieces and uh, it gives you a, a really complete look. Maybe doesn't just wow you in one any any one aspect compared to to a couple of the other ones but one that's really complete really good built and just uh you know one that i would say has a, a lot of things to go for for sure uh
0: like you mentioned she is the full sister there to the lot three so uh to, you know maybe reese what if somebody wants to take them both would you entertain that as well that'd be all right wouldn't it <laughs> that'd be
1: great yeah, I bet they'd look good standing side by side there in someone's show barn next summer. Yeah, I think yeah. If, I think if anybody would uh, take both of them, they'd sure have a have a nice pair and a you know a nice pair of show heifers for next summer, but also a a start on a, a nice herd for sure.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, uh, and then you've got the the last live lot. You've got six live lots here. So, lot six, uh, the 001 O one and Insight.
1: Yeah, the one that we round out the live lots with is a January that would be a uh, a flush mate to the one12 that we talked about there. I guess that was the second one that we said was a little bit greener, but uh, I mean, you you look at that heifer that we talked about there earlier, and then projector a few months down the road, and I think this is what you get. And I think if I think if this is what you get, that's something that a guy could certainly be uh, be excited about and be proud of. I mean, this one has just so much going for her, I think. Maybe you know, probably the stoutest featured, biggest footed, biggest legged, just you know, really powerful parts that uh, that I think are going to make her super duper cool and and fun to to breed on. I uh, you know I noted there in the footnotes on Angus Live that I thought she had the the pieces and the presence to get you noticed in the show ring now, but you know some some parts and and pieces that were going to be useful and and fun to breed on um if you wanted to turn this one into a donor going down the road once her show career is over but i mean this is this is uh like i said a a 7225 daughter and you know we talked about a, a style 7225 there earlier that we retained half of a couple years ago and one that we've kept as a an interest in as a donor and one that we plan big on being part of our operation going forward but i think this is one that could really challenge that one and really push on uh, on her and make a case to be the the best seventy two twenty five daughter that uh that we've ever had i mean i think this is one that, one that just has has a lot going for her in terms of you know once you get past all that power and all the stuff that we talked about there just a moment ago i mean she's so long necked and so smooth shouldered you can see there on the video i mean That one just gives you a really cool look, but then you get back into the center part of her body, just opens up into a huge body cavity, really big legged, like I said, big footed, just a really, you know, really balanced, complete profile. And then when you step in behind her, just all the power that you could want in one, that's one that I, I really liked that one also. She'll even make a guy
0: climb back up the hill to go look at her, won't she? yeah
1: yep for sure you had that experience best i remember (laughs) yep yep she
0: uh she made me do a do a double take and walk back up on the hill and look at her so uh
1: yeah yeah that's that's one that i'm you know i've I've mentioned a a couple of them there but i you know i think that one i I think that may be one of the ones at the very top of the list and as far as a combination of one that's going to really, really run hard and be competitive, um, as a show effort, but then also one that's really going to give you some, some pieces and some uniqueness, um, to breed on going forward.
0: Yeah. So what a, what a good set of good set of live lots. And, uh, then you're got what you've got four, uh, four embryo lots that you're also going to offer here on Angus live.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the first one, and. It's uh, I guess it was kind of unfortunate that we didn't have any Missy daughters in the sale, but we just kind of put those things in as quick as we can get them and as many as we can get, and we ran out of eggs there for a little while while she was in uh, in calf and, and got kind of caught there. We didn't have any, but um, she flushes great, and we've got a bank built back up now, and uh, so we're going to offer some sex surveillances out of her. This mating has been proven i mean you know they've they've won quite a bit already we've uh i guess we've only had three of them and uh they all sold well and then a couple of them have have done some some pretty nice winning there over the past couple years and uh they're just getting ready to ready to enter production and and they look like they're going to make great cows too which is kind of what you would expect out of some of those surveillances with what you're seeing at uh, at alan miller's there at pbf but just a, a really nice opportunity to to get in on some some heifer eggs that um, you know that are, are gonna make nice show heifers, but also gonna make outstanding cows. I feel like, and I'll, I'll also note um, on this mating, you know, I, I think there was eleven of these on sex semen, and I um, best I remember so far, six of them have been put in. Out of out of this one collection date, and uh, all six of them have made pregnancies. Oh wow! So uh, I mean, you know, I, you know, on all these eggs going down through the cell, we'll guarantee one out of three. But I feel like there's uh, with what we've seen out of that mating so far. I feel like there's really some potential to to buy these and then get a at, at least a couple of them, hopefully. And uh, you know, just just uh, really some opportunity here to to get in on some genetics out of what we feel like is one of our very very best donors and and probably the one just if you just look at over the last couple of years one that's done us maybe the most good of any and uh this is a mating like i said that's been proven and it's already already been tried and true and uh one that we know works so mm-hmm. there's a a nice opportunity there oh yeah yeah you've got some uh
0: good ones there and in your lot 8 there's there's some styles
1: yeah, this uh, this Nelly seven forty five cow we call her Jackie, and uh, you mentioned there earlier about giving my wife some input. Um, this was actually one that, you know, I guess there's a little bit of debate to the story depending on whether you ask me or her, but she'll tell <laughs> you that uh, she'll tell you that she picked this one out. Um, her and I and her mom actually had went on vacation and uh, just got back from Florida. We stopped by. Uh, fcf one night there in the fall of uh 2017 and
0: uh it's late
1: it's getting dark and uh we were we were walking out through those cattle and and it was my sister's last year that next summer and we were kind of looking for something for her to show but you know also equally as important as finding her a show after we were looking for something that had some some uniqueness and some some presence about her and and uh something that we could use as a donor going forward well she found this one and uh, we got back in the car and and left and i mean there there was a couple other heifers that came out of that sale that ended up having some really nice success but we got back in the car and she said either you buy that one or you don't buy any of them (laughs) and uh you know like i said that was a really deep set that greg and eric had put together there but she just kind of fell in love with this one and uh you know, as as bad as I have to admit, it, so far she was right, and uh, <laughs> it's it's worked out pretty good for us. And uh, you know, we've we've actually just had the first set of embryo calves out of her hit the ground here within the last couple weeks, and man, I tell you, they're they're really exciting. I mean, just super duper stout. You know. I, I know, you know, a lot of people say, well, you can't tell that much about baby calves, but, Mm -hmm. you know, these have, these have got some stoutness about them, some, some stoutness of feature. They're heavy structured and they sure got a cool look about them, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, those are actually power chips, but we've got some styles coming in the spring and, you know, I think those have us just over the moon excited to, Mm -hmm. uh, to see what she can do, especially after we've already seen some of those power chips, but yeah, this, uh, this style mating out of her is one that we're uh, we're sure excited to see ourselves and and honestly I had to beg and plead with her to uh, to get her to let me sell any of these on the sale <laughs> especially being styles but I finally got her talked into it you know I I believe that cow I got to looking back at the at the uh, recovery sheets there last night and i believe she made 20 out of the the flush to style so Mm -hmm. told her we were going to be a long time putting in 20 eggs out of one mating so we might as well offer some of them in the online sale so that's uh that's how those Mm -hmm. that uh that cow would have been uh reserve grand angus at kentucky beef expo junior show that jackpot show there and uh this in march of 2018 and uh you know one that she she sure had a nice show career for emmy my sister bud uh, one that that we're even more excited about in production and and you know i I feel like as we've seen that first set of calves she sure sure kind of justified our excitement for sure
0: Mm -hmm. and you talked about power chips well lot nine lot nine are power chips out of her
1: yeah, we've had uh, five of those hit the ground in the last couple, I guess the last three weeks. And, you know, that goes back to another mating that was super-duper sticky. We only put in six of them, and uh, there's five calves on the ground. So that uh, that's worked out pretty well for us. But this was a group that I was talking about there earlier that has some, some feature and some power about them, but also just real, real neat looking. I really I like that mating. You know, I I can... I can kind of, the styles, I guess, we're going more on our expectations and what we hope for them to be, but these power chips, you know, I can I can tell you what they look like, at least as, as babies, and uh, we're, we've sure been pleased, and, uh, and I'm real excited to get some of those weaned um, here in the spring. I know that's a long ways off, but real excited to get some of those weaned and broke and in there to the barn and just kind of, Kind of see what they look like underneath all that hair, but they uh, they sure have a, they sure are fun to go out and look at now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those are uh, those would be power chips out of the Nelly 745, and and she would be a. I guess I should have mentioned this earlier, but the the Jackie cow would be a, um, primo out of the, Nelly O24 that McClure and Sturzball owned together that 024 cow would have won her division at junior nationals the summer that Eric showed her. And, uh, you know, I, I guess I actually worked there for, uh, Greg and Eric one summer, um, while I was in college. And every time we would go out and look at those donors that, uh, you know, that 024 was just one of the stoutest, biggest footed, you know, just overly massive. But then, when you got past all that, still gave you a really cool look. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one of, I know, you know, those guys have just a, a slew of really, really good, really, really proven productive donors. But this 024 was one that I just kept getting drawn back to. And one that I said early on, you know, I wanted to own a daughter of her one day. And then Christine picked one out that night and it kind of <laughs> all came full circle. So here we, uh, here we set But yeah, that's, uh, that's that cow. And then, a, uh, I I guess also, uh, a, a flush mate to her, which would have been Nelly 945 that they had sold to a family here in Kentucky would have been supreme at the, uh, Kentucky state fair just this past fall there, just a month or so ago. So, uh, you know, there's, there's winning in this pedigree. There's some power in the pedigree and also some, some style and some presence about them. And, and, uh, some that that uh some features that we really really like and and we're we're very glad to have this 745 cow to to work on in the future we have have really big plans for her
0: Mm -hmm. that's great yeah it sounds like you got a sounds like you got your hands on a good one there and and all the power like you say all the power and the pedigree and and uh that sort of thing so
1: I sure hope so. We've got a lot of them coming out of her here, you know, several on the ground and several coming. So we're fixing to find out real quick what she can do. But I uh, you know, she's she's been uh she came through for us as a show heifer and then these babies look like we had hoped they would they would look. I you know, I feel like she's gonna gonna hold up her end of the deal here as those calves get older also. So I'm uh I'm excited for those and I would encourage anybody to you know, to get in on either package of those eggs that you can, because I, I think they can can certainly make some, some nice show cattle, and even on that that power chip deal. I mean, and when you look at his numbers, I mean, those are some that can make a. Uh, he's got the cabinies and birth weight numbers, and then a fairly nice spread up to some good growth and uh, weaning weight and yearling weight numbers. I mean, if if those things was to be bulls, which those those matings out of her aren't sexed, if they if you were to get bull calves, I mean, they can. Mm-hmm. They've certainly got a uh, got a place in a bull market. If you're if you're in an area of the country where you have a bull market, those can can certainly work. I think. I mean, we've got several bull calves on the ground out of out of that mating, and we're uh, we're sure planning on them making bulls for us because they they look like ones that would make bulls, but then they've also got a nice set of should have a nice set of numbers for sure. Right
0: yeah well uh good good luck with with all of those and yeah i'm sure i can just hear the hear your excitement in them so uh, i think that's i think that's great yeah. yeah
1: we i i like i like that one quite a bit cool. yeah
0: uh your last lot lot 10 if you like the the lot six the 001 we've got some got some flush mates oh uh, is that yeah they have the same flush
1: yeah for sure if you uh if you like those if you like those inside heifers on the sale, you can get in on uh, some full sibs here. Um, like I said, these would be insights out of 72.25. 72.25 is done, you know, I we've talked about some of these other donors kind of more, I guess, than we have talked about our, but, you know, I, I, I guess that was kind of the first one that we had that really kind of gave us hope and a... A vision for what we wanted to do. I mean, she was the first one that kind of made what we wanted to do seem not so far fetched as far as being able to make really nice heifers that could compete about anywhere you wanted to take them. Um, you know, that was a cow that we owned with uh, with Champion Hill there before they dispersed, and that was a partnership cow. So when they dispersed, we bought their interest, their half interest back, and now we own her all. But um uh, a cow that's always flush really, really good. Um, I mean, conventional IVF, whatever way you want to take her. I mean, she makes seems like eight to 20 every time you do her. And a couple times there on those IVFs, even when they were sex, she's got over 20, but, uh, just, uh, a, a cow that flushes really nice and a, a cow that regardless of how you made her, it seems like she always stamps just, a a cool neck and a nice presence and some belly shape to them, but then, you know, once you get past that maternal look, they've also got some some power and some some added substance and some added uh, stoutness of structure to them, big-footed, just, just really nice, complete cattle, and uh, that's another one that you know, we, we've made it her several different ways. I mean, we've had nice classes out of her, nice styles out of her. Like I said, there's only been one insight before these out of her and then several bulls, but we also, I mean, we, we really like the, um, the other inside heifer we had had. And then ex- especially these two that are on the sale. So, I mean, this just one that, uh, you know, I feel like you can't really go wrong on, mm-hmm. um, just, a a really nice, really a really nice cow that's done a lot of things right for us and uh really kind of gave us gave us kind of some some uh belief in what we were doing and and really kind of one that one that kind of got it all started for us in the trying to the realm of trying to raise show cattle i guess you would say yeah those always hold a special place don't they (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's. Uh, I guess that that cow would be eleven now, and uh, you know, Dad's already said you know she's not she's not ever going anywhere. She's gonna she's gonna stay there and get flushed as long as we wanted to flush her, and uh, you know, once once she gets old, she'll just she'll live out her days there. But she's she won't ever uh, won't ever go anywhere. I don't think that's one that's always been kind of special for us and always held a held a, a close place to us and one that we think the world of yeah yeah
0: now reese you're offering is it three embryos each on on these lots lots seven through ten
1: yeah yeah for sure there'll be uh we'll sell them in packages of three and then uh like i said we'll we'll guarantee uh one pregnancy out of out of each three eggs but um you know i i don't foresee that being a problem but if anybody has any problems with conception rate um just let us know within a you know a somewhat reasonable amount of time right. and we'll uh, get you some more to uh to make it right for sure
0: okay well that sounds great yeah uh, uh from from what i know guys uh great great guys down there at, at slaughters kentucky in the in the johnson family with with reese and and keith and uh stand behind their product and uh uh reese uh anything else they need to know about this this cattle or, or this sale that that's going to be on angus
1: live october 28th no i mean i uh i think we've about covered it i, uh, I appreciate your time tonight i feel like you've uh you've asked me some really good questions and kind of led me into some stuff that I certainly needed to, uh, needed to mention, but, um, you know, all cattle, cattle that, you know, while, while we believe they'll make top end show heifers on, on several of them, um, also, you know, they're they're also backed by just really, really powerful cow families that, uh, that have proven that they can work in the real world and proven that they'll work in production. You know, that's, uh, that's one thing that dad and I always kind of tried to keep in mind when we were buying show heifers. Um, You know, we didn't, we didn't necessarily always buy the freakiest looking one or the, uh, the one that was had the most out there parts that was maybe going to win the most shows, but we tried to buy some that were complete and had some that we felt could be just super duper competitive as competitive as we wanted to be and as and kind of to get us where the level we wanted but also some that we were uh that were backed by by good genetics and some that we felt like we're going to work in in production regardless of how they did as show efforts and like i said you know a lot of really really well as show efforts but we wanted to make sure that once that part of their life was done as we got ready to put them in production that we were going to have something that was going to be able to Work for us and make us money as we uh, as we went forward. And uh, you know, I feel like all of these cow, all these heifers that are in the sale, and then also all the embryo matings. I mean, it's it's cow families that have been proven. It's cow families that have stood the test of time, and uh, stuff that that we have the utmost confidence in, as far as stuff that will work for our customers and uh, old and new alike back to that tobacco money spent well right i sure hope so yeah it's <laughs> like like we touched on there, it's way too hard and, and way too much of a struggle to uh to think you're not doing a pretty good job spending it and investing it in something that can can work for you later on but really? i uh you know i will say that as much as i as much as we've jumped around about it and kind of ran down tobacco tonight it's uh you know it's been good to us it's been good to our family and it's uh you know it's certainly something that has taught me a lot about uh you know hard work and and uh persistence and kind of what it takes to to be successful and and uh you know my my childhood years and and even since i've got out of college i mean i've had a big part in it wouldn't have been uh Near what it was, it wouldn't have been the same, however you want to say it, without the tobacco and uh you know that's like we touched on there earlier, that's been a big part of our operation for sure
0: right you can you guys can see that if you if you follow the Johnsons, you can see what they're doing. And uh, where they're going a, a bit, and and uh, making making good decisions, and and making a wave in the in the Angus cattle. So uh, Reese wanna want to uh, congratulate you on that, and and I know I've enjoyed getting to know you here over the last year or so. And I mean we met a couple of times before, but uh, uh, been down there a time or two now, twice now, and and uh, really enjoy going down there to to see Reese and Keith, and um, and uh, Reese was uh, was one of those guys that uh last time or one when i was down there he was talking about heifer and and uh reese says well yeah i found her from listening to your podcast so uh, i really really enjoyed that uh also so with that visit so uh, yeah want to want to yeah. thank you for your support reese on the podcast
1: yeah that would have been the uh the ward heifer that mm-hmm. we uh there's another lucy i guess we should have maybe talked about that one when we were talking about kind of stuff that we plan to build around but uh that was a that was one that Christine kind of stumbled across, and she went to went to school with Carter, and and thought a lot of Carter, and uh, she thought she found that heifer and kind of liked that pedigree, and thought that the uh, the cow on the bottom side had been awful successful, and kind of wanted a daughter, and so uh, I got to kind of stumbling around on the internet trying to f- see what I could find about um, you know about them from somebody. Other than the seller and I, uh, I ran across your podcast and ended up hearing you guys talking about them. And uh, we, I guess the rest was kind of history. We bought that one, and she's uh, she's bred due to due to cab at about twenty two months. Took the first time AI, and uh, it's another one that um, kind of like the PVF Lucy that we talked about earlier. That's one that you know we'll probably kind of just see which one of those does the best over the next couple of years and then kind of lean on that one to kind of build the, uh, whichever one of those turns out the, the best and does the best to kind of build the, the Lucy cow family around here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it sounds great.
0: Yeah. Uh, Reese, we could talk all, we could talk all night about this. I can just tell you love it. And, and it is, it is such a joy to talk to you. Uh, but, uh, we better wrap this thing up here and, and, uh, again invite everybody Angus Live October 28th uh these guys Johnson Farms at Slaughter's Kentucky Reese uh want to want to thank you for joining me here on uh before the bid and and I'm sure uh let anybody come in there and see those uh by the time they they hear this and and uh by the time the sale goes off there on October
1: 28th Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um we'll be around, you know, Dad or I, one and and most days both of us are uh, around there fairly close, um, especially on the weekends. But if you want to, anybody that would like to come during the week, just give us a one of us a buzz, call ahead, and uh, we'll make sure to be around there to to show them to you. We'd love to show them to you anytime. time. Um, we will be having a an open house on that weekend before the sale. I'm not sitting with a calendar right in front of me, but I believe that'd be like the 20 the weekend of the 24th um we'll have food and refreshments around there and uh you know like i said we welcome anybody to come look at the cattle any anytime between now and then but we'll uh we'll kind of try to try to make it a nice experience there that weekend and uh and would love to show everybody around well that sounds great reese
0: want to wish you luck there on the angus live sale october 28th so
1: yep thank you and I uh again I appreciate your time and I'm sorry for getting a little bit long-winded there on some of them but I uh you know I, I'm excited about them it's it's uh it's fun to talk about ones that you like and I uh I, I like several of these and I'm excited to see what they can do in their new homes
0: I can understand that so again uh Reese appreciate it buddy and uh, we'll talk to you soon yep sounds good thank you all righty thank you and we want to thank you guys for listening to another edition of Before the Bid Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid@gmail.com. at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.